Hey friends, before we get started, I'm going to throw a little ad your way. As a cyclist, what is a spring all about? It's about getting your bike ready and learning some specific skills on how to deal with a bike mechanical while out for a ride. Let me ask you this. Do you avoid going long distances because you're afraid of experiencing a flat and not knowing what to do and possibly having to phone someone to pick you up? I can totally relate. I used to be that way. Now to avoid having that ever happening, I have something for you. I have created an online bike maintenance webinars and local hands-on clinics. Check the website for new dates regularly. Here's what you will learn. How to take your back wheel off, how to change a flat, how to adjust brakes, repair a broken chain, patch a flat. In addition, you will learn how to use the tools you're carrying in your bike bag, such as Allen keys and a chain brake tool, tire levers, how to use your pumps, what are chain links and how to use them. With these new skills and confidence, you will be able to handle any mechanical while cycling alone or in a group. No matter where you are globally, you can benefit from one of these webinars. If you're local, the clinics are more for you, and that's for Ottawa, Ontario area. I've been teaching these clinics for over 10 years, and trust me when I say, everyone learns something. A recording will be provided for the webinars, as well as Amazon shopping lists for both webinars and clinics for the bike tools that you will be using and learning how to use. Make sure to secure your spot today at www.sylviedaou.ca or bmcclinic.ca. Thank you very much and enjoy the episode. Hi, my name is Liam and uh, today in Sylvie's Bike Clinic, I learned how to take on and take off tires and it was lots of fun. Hey, I'm Tara. I'm really uh, glad I took Sylvie's class because I learned how to break a chain and m maintain my bike. I learned how to use tools today. Bike tools. Yay! Thank you. Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Dao, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. All right, welcome back to another episode of Secrets from the Saddle, all things cycling podcast with your host, Sylvie Daou. And I have the beautiful Jen Seltzer, right? Yeah. Yay! Who <laughs> is a friend of mine. She lives in Ottawa, not very far from me. She's also part of my women's cycling club, Cycle Fit Chicks. But the important thing about Jen is that she is the director of the Community of Sustainable Programs and Works for Enviro Center. So this is, we're going to get right into what exactly she does there because it's a huge um, business, I want to say business, like um, it's not an advocacy group, but what would you call yourself? Well, we, we're kind of, we are 
engagement specialist for sustainability projects. For cyclists. For cyclists. <laughs> Yeah. So that's why we have Jen here because she plays a huge role and also within their company or within their organization, they run a let's bike month, which is the month of June. So she's going to talk all about that as well. So it's encouraging people to get on their bikes and also sign up for it. And they have a lot of great prizes, which I didn't win any last year. And <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, what is going on here? Anyways, so Jen is, uh, she has a, ba a BA in uh, geography with a keen interest in urban landscapes programs that influence citizen behavior. She is a life, uh, lifelong cyclist and her passion for encouraging sustainable transportation and lighter living is reflected in the work she does. So that's why we were able to encourage her to join our club last year. <laughs> Since she's been talking and um, about Let's Bike uh, Month for a couple of years uh, at our annual social in the spring, we're like, Jen, you've got to join us. So welcome, Jen, to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Thanks so much. I'm excited to talk about bikes. It, like for people that don't know it, kind of snowy and miserable outside. So let's talk mm -hmm. about bikes. Let's talk about bikes. Let's talk about the spring. Let's talk about your um, Let's Bike Month. So before we get into that, I always love to ask, you know, how you got into cycling and how it led you to where you are today. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I have literally been biking my whole life. I, I remember a my tricycle from when I was three years old and I kind of never stopped biking since then. So I have literally been biking my whole entire life. Um, not all like as transportation to get to my friend's house, to have fun, to ride around the city. You know, it's like your escape when you're a teenager, you can go a little farther afield. And, um, and then I moved to Vancouver and I got really into biking and and mm -hmm. that was when I was like 20 early 20s um and I actually did my first bike trip and it's gonna make you fall over but I biked from Vancouver to Mexico in a pair of cutoff uh track pants and I can't <laughs> the whole entire way along oh my uh, basically I quit my job and biked along the coast for a while and then <laughs> a while I, I wanted really to take you fell in love with biking and that experience you know kind of forced me to learn some basic bike mechanics and my bike now uh have become some of my best friends you know I love I love the freedom of being on a bike I love that you get to meet the people in your community when you ride a bike I love I'm a terrible singer and I sing while I ride my bike sometimes <laughs> Like I just love. I typically have bike. a little song going on in my head too sometimes, and yeah. it's always the same one. It's been like that for like decades. I'm like, it's what so is it with this song? I don't know. And I just notice myself singing, and then I, I notice I'm doing it, and I'm like, okay, well, I just passed them. They don't even. They don't even know. <laughs> anyway, so I guess bikes have just really been part of my life for a long time. Um, and then about 
say seven years ago, I had a really different job. I worked at Statistics Canada. It was a very stressful job. I was interviewing marginalized communities about their access to healthcare. And it was, it was a lot. Um, but as my side gig, I was working for Enviro Center teaching urban cycling workshops, just as like a fun little lunch and learn thing. Mm -hmm. And then eventually someone left and they said, Jen, do you want to come work for us? Like, apply for this job so I did and I I <laughs> never looked back like I basically get to spend my days doing something I absolutely love which is mm. encouraging people to ride a bike but also encouraging people to ride a bike more right yeah so let's bike is really about our target audience is generally people who already have a bike so we do get some new cyclists but generally speaking, there are sort of two factions. We have people that have a bike who use their bike to bike on Sunday mornings with their family, mm -hmm. but they don't ever think about like using their bike to go to the library with their family or to bike to their friend's house for dinner. Or like they don't think of their bike as transportation. They think of it as a fun thing to do on a Sunday morning. And so Let's Bike Month is really trying to encourage people to try a few trips for transportation. Now, you guys kind of flipped me over, right? With the cycle fit checks, because I am not a sporty spice. Stuff declared, I am like bike in skirts and, you know. <laughs> I know, I love your urban bike because, yeah. you know, I don't have an urban bike, but my very first mountain bike kind of got created into like an urban bike that I don't mind, you know, that I don't have to dress up in my full kit and like go for a serious ride. I can take it into the city and I can use my panniers and I'm not super worried about it being stolen. But now that I hear people want steel bikes, I'm like kind of concerned now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so then like I do, I've gone on many long trips. I've like no, I do have a cross bike, a gravel bike, but even then, like if I'm putting on spandex, it's got to be more than 50 kilometers or I'm not interested, <laughs> right? Like that's just not happening. So anyways, I ran into you guys. I got to know the ladies in the club, I think were my biggest sales pitch, quite mm -hmm. honestly. Like, it's not like I needed to ride my bike more, but I really, I just loved the vibe kind of thing. And then uh, I thought, well, you know, I should actually learn how to ride in a group because it's something I didn't know how to do. I have never mm. ridden with others. I'm a very like solo cyclist, right? And uh, I literally joined to expand my own skill set and kind of get a new perspective of that culture as well, right? Because mm -hmm. I didn't know it, quite frankly. I it remember they're awesome also. So now I'm just wearing my spandex jersey like a champ. <laughs> you are, you look and, awesome. Uh, but I, I remember you in the Learn to Group Ride Clinic. And, and I love the stories of every lady, the introductions and to, to hear where everybody's coming from. And I remember yours, <laughs> you know, yeah you know, riding by yourself for such a long time, all by, you know, like always and now. Um, and, um, you know, it, there's always place for like the solo stuff, but 
you know, the camaraderie of social <laughs> riding is so much fun, you know, and I, and those are some of the best rides I've, I remember like next last summer myself. Oh was, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So anyways, I guess I should circle back to the let's bike thing. Anyway. Well, you can. Yeah. I mean, oh, whatever. I think <laughs> the, the moral of the story is before let's bike was let's bike it was bike to work month for 10 years so we ran bike to where maybe yeah 10 years it was bike to work month and it only focused on commuting trips it only was we worked with employers you were logging a commute we didn't care if you were going on a leisure ride we didn't care if you were biking Mm -hmm. to the library we only cared about biking to work and there was purpose behind that it's because that's how statistics canada gets their modal share for cyclists that's how infrastructure cycle cycling that's where they get their data is from commuting cyclists oh. right and then the pandemic happened and then no one had to work and we literally sold our building like I don't have a commute to work anymore like you're at my work here um, oh my gosh and that will be forever so we were like how could we run a bike to work program and not <laughs> there's no work ourselves and how can we support all the other folks that are in the same boat as us so we shifted the thing the whole program shifted to you know what we will still support you if you're biking to work and we're still going to support our big employers who have you know the capacity to run the bike programs but Mm -hmm. if you want to bike to volunteer bike for fun bike on a big sports ride do some training bike for any reason Mm-hmm. you're in we want to we want to we want you to be a part of this fun campaign. I think it's it's better you know because then is. you get a greater demographic absolutely and we mm-hmm. really noticed like really really noticed that all of a sudden we were always as they say preaching to the choir right like we weren't always showing up for the bike maintenance workshop for the guys that all bike and we're all gonna have pizza in the lunchroom like it was really like all of a sudden our demographic shifted. We had more seniors, like 7% of our people Ooh. are over 65 years old. That's wow. amazing, right? Yeah. And yeah. And so we were able to really talk to people and encourage people of every background mm. and answer questions too. Like we do a lot of free workshops and we do a lot of fun events and uh, we help with route planning. Like a lot of people have challenges with route planning in the city. Oh, so yeah. We help with that a lot. So, yeah. So it was a, a big success. Uh, we had over 2,000 people register last year and we're expecting over 3,000 this year. So, wow, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Because well, I was like, you know, how many people could possibly? I'm like, I would guarantee to win something. <laughs> <laughs> not even close but uh that's a lot of people yeah and you had some fabulous prizes by the way yeah. want to so, share some of the prizes that well you this had? year we <laughs> have way more prizes so we really felt strongly like remember there was kind of like this global pandemic and businesses were having a bit of a hard time right yeah. The bike shops were crazy busy. So we didn't really want to be bugging them too much because they mm. were just slammed, as you they know. Didn't have anything to biking. give anyway. <laughs> and then the restaurants were holding on to their businesses by a thread. So we didn't really want to be bugging them. So we kind of just went to, you know, our normal friendlies. <laughs> like, we need some prizes. 
but this year we've gone back to like the full tilt we mm -hmm. have amazing prizes this year so um well some okay you're gonna have to share okay a couple so of these amazing prizes so everybody gets super psyched about going because you can go right now to let's bike and register yourself it doesn't start till when it's in june yeah june, june first is when we start um we sort of reset everybody's account and then oh. but only temporarily so it's okay we give it all back to you <laughs> at the end of june so for june we are tallying how many trips we we have we're collecting like um you know how far people went on average uh that kind of stuff okay like, so let's go back to the prizes because i want to go back to what you were just talking about i have a couple sure. questions and then so i'll tell you the process it. of how it works but we'll go yes 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 to okay. the fun part okay so the, yeah, prizes, the prizes are uh, like VeloFix, who I know you got, you know VeloFix. So mm -hmm. he's a great partner of ours. He has been forever. So he offers us four one hundred dollar uh, Velo box, where he'll come to your house and do a tune-up, and you get a hundred dollar coupon for him. So that's pretty that's great. awesome. We have a lot of restaurants like uh, Hittenberg Public House and Fiazza Pizza. Lots of Lots of great restaurants uh, have uh, stepped up this year. We have most of the bike shops contribute. So Bushtaka has given us, I think, $400 worth of gift cards to give away. So that's okay. pretty great. Mm -hmm. uh, you can actually go on our website. And as we get the prizes, we load them up there. So you can go on and dream that we're starting to load them already. So if you go to letsbike.ca, and you'll see a thing that says prizes. You can see all the prizes, yes, as they're coming in. And they're coming in fast and furious. Red Blacks tickets and oh, cool. uh, Titans tickets and NEC tickets, all the tickets to the things. Yes, lots of tickets. Okay. Uh, we, we actually ask, because you know we're an environmental nonprofit and we used to give away <laughs> like stuff, like here's a, you know, plaid, Penier and no. Mr. Smith would be like, <laughs> so now what we do is we really do ask for gift cards, mm -hmm. services, and tickets because it makes sense. then yeah. people can go into a shop and get whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, Rebrack and Crows sense. has also always been a really fun partner. They they do give us uh, a whole bunch of bike gloves, like really nice cycling gloves. And uh, those ones you go to their shop to pick the size you want. Because again, like, oh. you don't want to get in the wrong size. And I know, because then you have to ship. You're like, oh, oh no, my God, I just want to email the gift certificate or send it yes. by mail. And, and the shipping is literally like me or one of my staff on a bike biking to your house to drop it off these days. <laughs> so it's really better. Okay. You're just like, how do we avoid Exactly. Yeah. So okay. in so, order to win a prize. Okay, you, good. You know what you have to do? You ready? You need to ride your bike. We don't care how far, how many no, times. No, but before that, you have, you have to, to register, register yourself. Yes. You get this really cool app that works really well. It's simple. It's simple. Yeah. It is very simple. I was surprised. I'm like, yeah. Wow. We're all about simple. We don't collect a lot of information because we mm -hmm. we send a survey afterward that people can opt in to 
fill in mm -hmm. if they want to help us build our understanding of the cycling community. But we really felt we didn't want to put more barriers into the actual campaign. So we don't ask for much. We do ask for like, we need an email in case you mm -hmm. win a prize. We need to be able to contact you. We need a name or a pretend name or something to call you. Uh, we need, uh, <laughs> we need, I don't even know. I think we asked for the first three digits of your postal code so that we can have an understanding and make sure we're representing and providing programming across our big city, you know? Right. Uh, but we don't ask for much. It's all confidential. And uh, then what happens is literally every morning, two of my staff go on the app and they go, they press a button and it goes, and it just randomly picks a person that has logged a trip. So if you oh. have registered and you haven't logged a trip, you don't, you're not in the prize pool yet. So you have to register and then you have to have logged at least one trip. And we honestly okay. don't care if you bike two kilometers or you did your big century ride because our, our campaign is really about celebrating every bike trip. So we wanna uh -huh. make sure that, you know, people biking to the library, are just as awesome as people biking out to Fitzroy Harbor and back, right? So right. I think it's really important. It's all random and we do it every morning. So, 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 um, all right. Now you said I have, so I have my account there from last year. Mm -hmm. And so all I have to do is start logging as of June 1st, or do you encourage peer people to log there all the time? Yeah, so people absolutely can use our app year round because it's really okay. fun. So when you log a trip, uh, let's say you went 10 kilometers mm -hmm. on your bike ride, it's going to say, Sylvie went 10 kilometers. She saved 2.25 kilos oh. of greenhouse gas emissions. Yeah, she right. saved whatever it will be. It won't be very much. It'll be like $6, I think. Uh, by choosing to bicycle instead of drive a single occupancy vehicle. So we kind of show you the impact of your choice. We're gonna have It'll be to bigger now, right? Because of the gas price, <laughs> write that down. Uh, yeah, so we do show you the impact of choosing to ride your bike. And then at the end of the month, we show you your grand total. So over the course of June, your impact's gonna be you know, pretty high. Yeah, uh, because you bike a lot. And even if every trip you made wasn't for transportation, we understand that like sports trips aren't necessarily averting GHG. It still lets you understand the difference of mm -hmm. like biking a thousand kilometers versus driving a thousand kilometers and the impact that has. So, um, you know, if you, if you are only doing transportation, that is a true aversion, right? Like that is truly, you didn't right. take the car. And if you're doing it as leisure or sport, we know that it's not a true aversion rate, but it's a true helping people understand the aversion rate of their choices. Right. And hopefully encourage people to be like, um, choosing biking more often. I think a lot of the work I do in all of my programs is really like trying to get people to understand their individual choices mm -hmm. they make every day have a huge impact on our climate 
And it's really right. quite the opposite, like climate change, I won't go whole into climate change, but climate change happened essentially because of the individual choices we have made, the way we have voted, the choices we make, the houses we live in, the way we get around. Those are all individual choices, right? The businesses we support, everything yeah. like that. And the way we got into that problem is individual choices. And the way we have to get out of it is also individual choices. So that's kind of what I do all day long. <laughs> but that's, that's a really good point. Cause you're also, well, you're, I mean, you're talking environmental impact, but also the fact of getting healthier. I don't know yes. if you've like put a big emphasis on that and it should and and do you think like as I know we're like in Ottawa and everybody's looking at the same weather but but as soon as it gets nice do you start talking about using the app and getting on your bike and um you know and plus the gas prices like wouldn't it be better to be on your bike and and looking at the impact that you can make yeah. um, before June? Oh, we, we run a winter cycling program. I literally wrote a guide on how to bike year round. And we run winter cycling workshops. I've been biking year round for 42 years. Oh, really? We, okay, everybody, yeah. like, I'm going to go and check this out. Yeah. So all your clinics are on your page. Yeah, so the workshops that we're offering this year, we have three that we're offering. We change them up a little. So we, we run one called Urban Cycling. And Urban Cycling is really about tips and tricks and understanding infrastructure that sometimes people don't know. Like some people actually don't know what a bike box is. What is a Shero? How do I ride over a Shero? Like there's some stuff. What do those three little dots on the road mean? And so we... We go over all of these things. Maybe I right? should go and attend. Yeah, right? And, and <laughs> just like things there uh, that are very Ottawa specific. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we also, because uh, everyone that works at Enviro Center walks the talk. So all the people running our bike programs are cyclists. We're all cyclists. Okay. We've all been biking a long time. So you're actually getting information from people that no. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, so it's pretty great. And we just answer questions. We talk about etiquette. We talk about um, urban cycling tips, even like how to carry stuff, the difference of having a backpack where oh. you know you need to have it nice and tight if you choose to wear one or putting something in a pannier where your center of gravity is much lower. Like we go over like true urban cycling tips. That's one workshop available in French or English. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So and then we have, that one's online, right? So uh, any no, we do them in person. We do them oh, live okay. so we can answer questions. They're all different. And we talk to now Kendrick. everything's in person. Yay. Yeah. I know. Soon we'll be doing them all in person in person. They're online, like they're yeah. virtual, but live, I guess is what I mean. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Um then we have one called Discover Your City by Bike, which I think I even maybe did for cycle fit chicks last year I can't, yes I think I did and that yeah, one you is did. sort of highlight that was really cool fun places uh -huh. and a lot of route planning so we show people how to use google maps as a route planning tool uh the city of ottawa geo ottawa website which is a little 
bit complicated to use. If you don't know how to use it, it, it lets you know like where the infrastructure is basically. And then Bike Ottawa has an amazing mapping tool too. So we, we go over oh. planning tips and we try to get folks to understand like people that don't ride their bike often, like those recreational cyclists tend mm. to be the folks that are trying to bike on the roads they drive on. Like they don't always know that there's always, almost always a nice way to get somewhere. And it might right. be three minutes longer but it's going to be, instead of being on carling, you're going to be going through the experimental farm or instead of going, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> but it's something no one tells you. And if you didn't know, you don't know, right? So right. we go over that. And then we have a new one this year um, called family cycling. And we added it because there was a lot of interest and we see a lot of families out there and it's like, how do you bike with a little kid? How do you bike with an eight-year-old? How do you route plan with a youngster in the city, right? Yeah. And so we, we have a few moms on our cycling team. So we decided this was a good one. And also some tips on biking with older folks as well. So that's a new one. And I'm pretty excited to do that. One I like that. You know, we should have you back. You should, you know, you should do something for the, the club every year, because I know that there's probably new information that comes out every year. Um, and also there's new members in our club. Mm -hmm. um, so anybody who has, who's in the Ottawa region, or even if, if you're not, you want to reach out to Jen and, and kind of maybe set something up in your own town. Um, for I'm sure. sure. Open, we have so tons of free resources on our let's bike website oh, okay. as well so if you go to the let's bike.ca website and you just go to the resources page lots of great short videos about how to bike around a large truck how to go through a roundabout on a bicycle lots of great resources oh my like gosh that. maybe you should start posting some of those on our page <laughs> hey everybody have you ever thought about this i know and it's funny yeah like it's 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 scary for people like yeah. really it is a barrier if you are not used to biking in the city and all of a sudden you're out in Orleans and have to go through a two-lane roundabout yeah that's really intimidating for folks right so yeah so as our listeners no matter where you're listening from you can go to her website let's bike um let's bike let's bike.ca and share some of those resources with your friends, with your club mates, teammates, um, anything helps to make people safer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you know what else we post on there? What do you, what I else keep do you it post? really close? It's like my coffee table book. This is like the driver's handbook for cycling. Oh. <laughs> And I feel like everyone who rides a bike should have this just sitting on their coffee table for when their non-bikey friends come over <laughs> so that when they say things like, I don't think you're supposed to be biking on the road. You can be like, well, oh, <laughs> we don't have friends like that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I know, but I hear the rest there. Really relatives. <laughs> I know, I know. So I was going to ask you now, before we got started, I I thought you work for the city of Ottawa, mm -hmm. but you said no. But so what is your 
um, relationship, like Enviro, uh, Enviro Center's relationship with the city of Ottawa, because they're the city of yeah, Ottawa. Yeah, so Enviro Center 20 years ago was started as a side organization to the city of Ottawa to help okay. with environmental programming at the city. And that was like 20 years ago. And then maybe like five years or a few years after that, we kind of like outgrew the city. There were more projects that we could work on that weren't just with the city. So we we separated and went our own way. <laughs> um, so, but the city continues to be uh, our biggest, well, one of our very biggest clients, and we do a lot of outreach and engagement support for the City of Ottawa programming. So I, mm -hmm. I run actually 17 different programs at Enviro Centre that are community outreach programs. So I actually do stormwater stuff, I do other things, <laughs> I do electric vehicle stuff, I do oh, waste wow. diversion stuff, but my big the big hub that started it all was sustainable transportation. And mm -hmm. really we run um, for the city, a program called TravelWise, which supports large employers on commuting, sustainable commuting. So walking and biking to work. So mm -hmm. usually employers with like five to 10,000 employees kind of big. Oh, okay. Uh, we run the, cycling safety awareness program it's called and that's like if the city has a particular challenge or the counselor gets a call about something that's happening in their community we go in and we basically act as a consultant and we provide solutions and sometimes on site support so let's say a good example is something that we bike through a lot actually one of my little projects is out in Orleans or a bike path crosses right behind a senior center and oh. people were some there was like a conflict zone there so we did like a public mm. outreach campaign and put up some cute signage and made people understand that seniors are crossing in this area so we do a lot of that kind of work where we're kind of problem solving the bike the bike right things. I think I know what spot that's where all the nice gardens are right exactly and they want to cross <laughs> yeah, the path we're all like slow down oh, look at the flowers exactly yeah so that's yeah, like that's an example of that program uh mm -hmm. and sometimes when new infrastructure goes out like when the or o'connor bi-directional bike lane went out was put down and everyone freaked out because it was bi-directional bike lane what two directions on the road on a one night so we were out there for a good long time talking to residents business owners cyclists pedestrians vehicle like everybody <laughs> everyone who wow. would listen. um so that's that program then the fun one i do that you have no idea i do is i work i do the school active transportation program so that's with the city of ottawa and the ottawa school bus ottawa oh. transportation authority and so we run programs that encourage children to walk and bike to school so the walk a walk oh, program it. and that kind of stuff so we run that program. And then of course, Let's Bike is auto, it is Enviro Center's program, mm -hmm. but the city gives us some funding for it. They provide about just under half the funding for the program and the rest is provided through Enviro Center and sponsors. Mm -hmm. And uh, we work with them a little in the sense of like, 
are there any issues they really want us to bring forward to the community this year that's been a big challenge or is there anything new like the big new thing in ottawa is that every bus will have a rock and roll on it oh year. cool every yeah. bus so you don't have to wait for the right one it's like mm -hmm. every bus will have one which is really great news for people especially road riders who maybe don't have a car they can hop on a bus get way the heck out to Stittsville, whoop, and bike off bike into the sunset. Right. Yeah, so, so that's, that's the kind of work we do. That is very cool. Wow. Yeah. It's all bikes all the time over in my world. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. Yeah. That is super fun. I mean, you have a lot of things going on and I can see where I can collaborate with you personally. Okay, good. <laughs> so, I'm just going to, well, we could take that offline, but um, like I was mentioning, like my bike maintenance clinics and maybe even my learn to group ride clinics outside the club. Cause like, you know, the club has their own specific for everybody there. Um, but I would definitely love to be offering some of that with more exposure to new cyclists who are not in the club. Because riding with others, I mean, a lot of people want to ride with others. A lot of people are totally intimidated with riding with others um, and just, um, you know, don't know the, the terminology and how to ride safely. Um, and it's something that I've never been able to really get off the ground outside the club is that program, like that mm -hmm. clinic, because I think it's just so powerful. Um for anybody who rides a bike yeah you know, like how to corner properly well and pedal, you know. the city of ottawa is um putting a bit more effort into infrastructure outside the core so there is mm -hmm. a program in place that is called the i'm probably calling it the wrong thing but it's basically the paved shoulder spine network so it's to ensure oh. that people living outside the core and even outside our suburbs have paved corridors yeah and that's where people again they need experience uh, or a person who is experienced and i would add and i'm saying this as me but I think it's yeah. a really important thing. It's pretty great to have a woman doing those kinds of things. Like when I do is, like I said, I ride my bike year round. And mm -hmm. if you look up winter cycling right now and Google an image search of that, it's going to be all men in blizzards. That's what you're going to see the whole <laughs> thing, right? Like you're not going to be like, oh, and there's a 51 year old lady with, who's a mom, <laughs> you know, like yeah. I'm not represented there. And when you say like, you know, I'm a hardcore winter warrior. Like I am not hardcore or a warrior at anything, to be honest. And I sort of feel yes, like you are. <laughs> it's like um, the bike world, specifically the sporty bike world can be an intimidating place for a new cyclist, right? Like yeah. you think, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not fast enough. I can't do it. Everyone's going to be stronger than me. And and those are the folks that need the most help and the most encouragement, right? And so to have a friendly yeah. face, to have a literally a mom or, yeah, you know, someone that is friendly, that isn't there to <laughs> judge right. you, that just wants to truly help you out, 
is everything to folks, right? Like the mm. real, there are no stupid questions kind of model yes. is a pretty yeah, nice I know. place, and you know? It's yeah. funny, like I've, I've been teaching that for 14 years. Like, yeah. you know, same stuff, same parking lot, same, you know, like, and it's just, it just blows me away of how people progress mm-hmm. it like, over four hours like you just saw yourself yeah. like yeah everybody's super intimidated then at the end is like you can conquer the world like and really you can you can go anywhere you can feel comfortable joining any any group ride because you know what to do and it doesn't and you know the to, rules like it's yeah just you don't have to be in a fast group you can be in a yeah you can be in a slow group you know like it's just the point that you know and know what to expect. And, you know, you can either direct someone or you can be directed because you, you know, the, the, how to do it. And um, yeah. yeah. And, and I really feel like getting anyone comfortable riding their bike encourages them to ride their bike more. Right. Like, mm-hmm. They'll well, go yeah, a little car there. They'll go, you know, and that's, that's like, the, the same deal when people take the bike maintenance clinic because they're so afraid of going too far and having a mechanical and what do you do like you can't always pick up the phone and call your boyfriend or your friend or CAA or, or uh, Uber like you know seriously <laughs> you need to learn how to deal with the basics that are going to happen yeah. and and oh my god like I've had things happen to me that I never thought were ever going to happen and it's just like but I remembered a story in one of the clinics that I was attending and I was able to fix. You remember that big slice in my yeah, tire? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, what when would that ever happen? I don't know. <laughs> like, that was a shit. wild one. That was a while because I was at first <laughs> I was just like, and I'm like, who do I call? Who and then I'm like, no. Sylvie, you're not going to call anybody because it's going to take forever to get there. Like you are going to yeah. deal with and it. Also, how, do you, how do you deal with it? How do you deal with it? Not being afraid of your bike. Like bicycles are mm-hmm. actually pretty simple machines. If you really look closely, yes. right? Like yeah. they're not, not crazy confusing. If you actually look, it's yeah. like you could draw a line and kind of understand how everything works and what everything must do, even if you don't quite understand maybe how to, you know, get your derailleur aligned just the right way because there's, you know, seven different screws. That's what spend. the mechanics for. <laughs> exactly. Or like, don't touch your bearings out in the world. Because, <laughs> yeah. anyways, but uh, that was a really fun thing I did once. So that, that's just a cute story. Is I bought so I had like basic bike maintenance level I can fix flat tire I can adjust my brakes I can deal with the stuff out on the road but I was like Mm -hmm. I want to know how all the things work so I had a bike mechanic actually lived across the road from me and I had bought a bike at a garage sale (laughs) like (laughs) you just like okay Rod here's what's gonna happen this weekend (laughs) I'm going to take this bike completely apart, like down to nothing and put it back together again. (laughs) And if I can't, I'm going to need a little help. (laughs) So I (laughs) did. Yeah. And I took this little, it was like a three speed cruiser and I (laughs) took it apart, completely took it apart. 
it wasn't even broken. And then I would rather do it with that bike over my bike. (laughs) No, I wouldn't do that to like my actual. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Everyday bike, but I wanted to kind of like really not, not necessarily even like understand how things work, but like understand how to take things off. Well, you have to have the right tools. I assume. Yeah. 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 That's the first thing. I know the right tools and you can do anything. Well, yeah, but you also need to know a little bit how to to do I know so I have all these <laughs> tools that I've accumulated like for SRAM for Shimano for Campy so and I have them all in my tool bag and I'm like because I was dealing with a bike last week I'm like okay um I have this tool but I have no idea how to use it anymore because it's been like 10 years and so I go to YouTube what are the <laughs> What are the yeah. tools I need for this bike? Oh, I have. <laughs> okay. That's what this is for. <laughs> and then I was able best. to do it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it, and it was one of those things. I was just like, I was so proud of myself. I know. <laughs> you know? It's like, it was and there's no parts left over. <laughs> Any, I, I could pretty well ride it after. <laughs> yeah. I know I've had like things disappear. Like one of the things, if you're going to take it apart, make sure you like it's on a mat of some sort, or you have like a bowl, you're going to put everything in because I've lost key parts, like key parts (laughs) before, because I did it on the grass, which was the stupidest thing to do. And I had to wait for a part because I lost it. It was a key part. And Anyways. some of the parts are teeny, teeny, tiny. Oh yeah. They're teeny, you know? they're little bars. They're little pieces yeah. of metal. Like, yeah. So if yeah. I can give anybody, make sure you have a nice clean space. But that don't being said, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to like scare people and think they need to be a professional bike mechanic or even no. amateur level to ride a bike, especially in the city. I always kind of say like, do you know how to fix your car? Does it ever worry you that you can't change your carburetor? Like, have you ever left the house and thought I can't go to the grocery store because I can't fix my carburetor? But somehow (laughs) that happens with bikes, right? It's like, well, I can't ride my bike farther than 15 kilometers because I don't know how to change a flat tire. But it's like, well, can you use a debilitating for some people? I know. But anyway, so really, I know we digress. (laughs) we digress it's what we do yes anyway but bottom line go as a listener go check out letsbike.ca check out those resources share some with your your club members I'm sure there's something in there that they would find interesting going around the roundabouts probably one of them well and for fun run your own challenge use our website sign up Oh yeah, that's right. Challenge with your own group and just share results. Like we will never share other people's results, but if like Sylvie and I wanted to next week be like, I am going to see who we're going to see who can fight the furthest next week or see out of our club, how much carbon we can invert for earth week or whatever you want to do. Like you can run some fun stuff. And I guess you can be anywhere and participate in June. Because it's all gift certificate. Yeah. So it's kind of local gift certificate. Local. Yeah. So we do the prize. You might want to come really to Ottawa. You can come to Ottawa. It's a great Ottawa, place to visit. Biking in Ottawa. Because that's, I think, even in our contest rules, it is Let's Bike Ottawa officially. Oh. Because our, our 
MO is to really get local folks on bikes more. So, oh, what I was, um, after that, did, what I think, what, oh, what we were talking about, and and we mentioned, and I'm not sure if you did it, was um, club challenges against each other. Yeah, do it. (laughs) No, you guys need to do it. The, so we we register underneath our club or is it just individual yeah. right yeah no you register as an individual and then you can start a team I feel oh, like yes. I should really so, go over the whole process if anyone really wants to know so you register you kind of got digressed after that piece of the yeah puzzle. yeah so but you okay. log so you, and you can register as yourself and then yeah. if you're part of a workplace part of a club part of a community association whatever you can just say you want to be on my team and you can be a team captain and then you can have 10 I think actually cycle fit chicks had the biggest team last year just so you know yeah so that's what I mean you need to like pump that out for other clubs in our region to to do like a club challenge yeah Yeah. it could be good we've never done a workplace challenge because we always felt like who can who can compete with the government of Canada as the workplace in Ottawa? <laughs> like it's like this workplace has forty thousand people. They might all sign up, but not do any. Stop at the mall has two people on their team, right? And so it's tricky to to do. But we've always sort of tried to figure out a way to do it. So what we have typically done is, if you start a club challenge and you get, you know, Bike Ottawa and the Ottawa Bicycle Club and all the other folks on board, uh-huh. uh, you kind of could write a little email that just says, hey, we're doing this thing, game on, get your people in. Then they will have their data as well, right? So we have yeah. had it happen, for instance, with um, big companies will like poke each other. Like some of the high-tech companies would be like, I don't want to name right. them, but like one high tech company would start a team and then nudge the other high tech company. And then they'd be on social media, like tagging each other, like oh. about their results that day, celebrating if they had a person win a prize that day or whatever. So something like that. We have a lot of privacy rules, so I can't like just give out the data from oh. another team without their, their like well that should be part of it like I mean we do this but yeah you just need to make sure the captain is on board yeah and that it's sort of all the players are playing the game right yeah yeah but anyway it is there's lots of ways you can use it it's a lot of fun yeah yeah Yeah. so with that all right so where can everybody find you we know where the website is but of course socials where's all the okay we're all let's Bike Ottawa at Lights Bike Ottawa. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, and we're on Facebook. We aren't really, we don't get chatty again until about May. So the campaign really is in okay. June. And we kind of we post the odd thing, but it'll be sort of mid-April that we start, you know, showing up with uh, tassels on our handlebars, fill tilt kind of thing (laughs) yeah and then we post a lot after that for the 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 month um and we actually have some special events coming up as well uh that there's an event listing page so that will be kept up to date so we have 
free virtual workshops. We offer 20 free virtual workshops that anyone can sign up to no matter where they live. So those are free for anyone. So if they want to watch any of those workshops, Urban Cycling, Discover Your City by Bike, or the um, Family Cycling one, you'll see we'll start posting them. We work with okay. community partners to host them. And the, the deal is they have to be open to anybody. Right. So you can live in Toronto and come to one of our mm -hmm. workshops. We don't actually care. Um, so there'll be 20 of those. Then we have a big event. I haven't even put it out to the world yet because mm -hmm. we just started planning it. Mm -hmm. I wanna make sure I'm gonna say the right date. So ZB is one of our sponsors and we are going Fun, to be doing sponsor ZB, which is the, they're the land developer on the islands near the Breton. Oh, yes, yes, sustainable yes. One Earth community there. ZB, yeah. Uh, and it, I, I believe you'll have to confirm on our event page when it's up and up there, but we're going to have a bike and talent show. So we really have this thing like cyclists more than just bikes. So we're going to have people bike there and host a talent show and offer some amazing prizes for the talent show. Uh, and that'll be on a Sunday afternoon. I think, okay, what's this talent show gonna be about? Who, so, can, who can sign up for this? Yes, you can sign up or you can just show up. So if you have a special just show skill- up. That might be a good family event. <laughs> oh, it is absolutely for a family, yeah. So we, we know we've got some skills in the room. So we, we're just putting it out there and we wanted to have a social event. Like we really felt like our bike community, we miss each other. <laughs> like Oh, we certainly do. So, yeah, you. so with COVID, we were going to have like a movie and I'm like, what is a movie? It's like a bad date. Like you just go and you sit beside someone and you can't talk well, to them. So you could, the talent yeah, show. I guess but those are kind of popular too, like, because it would start later because it gets dark later. Yeah, and but uh, it would. I don't know. So we we might do that later in the fall. Just yeah, fun those thing. are fun. Like, yeah. like Tuesday night movie night. They yeah. yeah. Um, but this one is going to be Sunday <laughs> afternoon bike and talent show. It'll be fun. So keep your eyes out yeah. for that. It'll be a good one. All right. And so then you can find us like out in the street sometimes or at booths. Uh, we'll be at a Red Blacks game at the bike valet. We'll be. You'll just find us out and about. Handing bike ballet. I love it. Actually, you know what? Who has a great bike ballet was the, not the, um, the jazz fest. Was it oh, jazz yeah. fest? All the like, fest. That was Folk impressive. Fest, blues fest. Jazz blues fest. fest. Yeah. They had a great we, bike ballet. Yeah. We purposely parked to bike in. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought that was like beyond fabulous. Yeah, because like, you can bring a good bike, right? And not worry about it. Well, I didn't, worse. but the thing is, you but know, you like- could if that's your only bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. anyways, so. so yeah. So it's a really fun time of year. It's all of June. Uh, yeah, and we are in Viro Center and it is less <laughs> bike month in June, so. That's right. Yay. So thank you so much, Jen. This has been great. And I know that this is sort of local to Ottawa, but as we mentioned, um, their resources are open to anybody anywhere. So make sure you go check them out. Make sure you follow them on social media. Make sure you follow 
our podcast on Secrets from the Saddle podcast on Instagram. And um, you have yourself an amazing day, everyone. Have <laughs> get on your bike and ride as much as you can. Thanks a lot, Jen. Thank you. Bye. All right, friends. Well, I hoped you enjoyed that episode with Jen. Wasn't that amazing? I had no idea. Let's bike uh, was so prominent in our region of Ottawa. Um, so that's where I live. And like I mentioned, I hope you take advantage of going to their website and checking out their resources. Um, I certainly am because um, I'd like to see what's up there and share to my audience some of the information that they have there with regards to cycling. So I hope you do the same and I hope you have an amazing day. And don't forget to share this episode with your friends everywhere and enjoy riding your bike. Have yourself an amazing day and we'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast, learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.